Well, hello there, and uh, welcome to a very, very special edition of uh, Coffee Talks. It is co- Coffee Talks on the road, quite literally on the road. Uh, I have the busiest couple of weeks coming up. Um, I've already done over like a thousand kilometers this past week in just travel. I've uh, been between different towns, uh, different town every day, weddings, different towns, other work. It's been pretty, pretty hectic, pretty busy, and, uh, you know, knowing, 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 knowing that coming up, I'll need to put out a podcast, um, I figured I may as well kill two birds with one stone, because having the time to sit down at home when I need to edit, because I've got a lot of weddings to edit and a lot of other things to edit as well, film clips, music videos, the whole shebang, I figured why not, um, yeah, kill two birds with one stone and spend this four-hour trip to Sydney doing a podcast. So I am currently driving. You may hear the background noise, and I really hope it's not too loud. I hope it's all okay. Uh, But rest assured, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh my gosh, how is he driving and podcasting? Is that safe? Well, I assure you, it is very, very safe. Uh, Both hands remain on the wheel and the gear stick. Well, on the wheel until I need to go to the gear stick. I'm a safe driver. Uh, And this microphone right here, that's me hitting it with my nose, uh, is like rigged up in the weirdest way, kind of like hanging from part of the ceiling, um, still with full full view in front of me, but just hanging in front of my face recording there. So it's, it's, a, it's a great setup. Uh, if I wasn't driving, I would take a photo of it because, you know, it's pretty funny, but safety comes first, kids. So make sure that you don't use your phone while you drive safety and common sense takes that rain uh, but yeah a little little update life update for you um, things are good like I said things are busy been in Dubbo uh, been to Sydney been to Mandurama been to Bathurst been to Milford been to Orange been to <clears throat> everywhere as the song says I've been everywhere man I've been everywhere um, and then the next the next week is just as hectic with more travel about to head down to Shell Harbour uh, down the south coast, beautiful piece of land down there, beautiful piece of road, um, plus Sydney again, and uh, next weekend I have three weddings in one weekend, which is going to do my head in. Um, I don't know, I don't know whether, I've never done three weddings in one weekend before, I've never done a Friday, Saturday, Monday wedding, um, all in one go, so we'll see how that goes, I'll probably keep you updated, keep keep a look out on my Instagram stories, You'll or you, by the time you listen to this you probably will have already heard and seen how that went uh so yeah listen to future tom not current present tom past tom what am i i I guess i'm technically past tom um yeah so that's gonna be fun uh so i wanted to talk about that on this podcast episode while i sip a cup of anonymous coffee uh from blackheath delicious campos coffee uh takeaway obviously because it's in the car and uh, yeah, it's, you know, coffee talks, you've got to have coffee, you can't do coffee talks without coffee. It's like the essential part other than talking. Imagine if I just did an entire episode of silence. That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, basically, this topic for this podcast is, well, it's kind of like a, a broad topic. There's a couple of like three subcategories I want to kind of cover. Uh, but it's basically about like how to manage a busy life. So, you know, time management. Uh, prioritizing and uh, resting which is a big one that people often forget but we'll get to that in a little bit 
Um, obviously, with such a busy, busy schedule these couple, these two, three weeks, I figured it was an appropriate topic to talk about because I am currently super busy and I will be super busy. So I figured, why not? Yeah, talk on it uh, because people have been asking me. People, when I've been telling them I have three weddings coming up. People being like, oh my gosh, three weddings in one weekend. How can you totally do that? Like, you will just be exhausted. You will be destroyed. You know, how do you even do two weddings in one weekend? Which is what I just did Friday, Saturday. Um, and my answer to that is uh, time management. Make the most of what you're doing. Uh, so if the only time you can squeeze in a podcast is in the car while traveling safely, then do that. Uh, you know, time management is a big, big, big thing in life. And I sucked at it. All through high school and even university, I was like the guy that would leave his assignments till the night before. And then you cram it and, you know, and, and I, I did well in my assignments. I did well. I was still able to pass and get good marks and got, even, got a, even got a few HDs in there in university yeah, every now and then. I got one or two. Not really a lot, but a few. I'll take it. Um, P's get degrees is what they say. But um, time management is essential because think about it and, and it took me ages to realize this like if I could get a HD in a university assignment by cramming it in and doing it all the night before if I could get a uh, an 85% in a assignment at school by cramming it and doing it the night before like what kind of mark could I have gotten if I had actually put in the effort for the three weeks beforehand when I knew about it um, so time management is super super crucial I believe and and it's one thing I've had to learn uh, to do now, the flip side of that also is that sometimes spontaneity can cause great uh, creativity and, and imagination. So, particularly in my industry as a photographer, filmmaker, everything I do, um, creativity is essential. So, people are always like, "Oh, well, how do you how do you manage your time and, and structure it?" But then, how do you become creative? And I'm like, "Well, you've the trick is there to simply." allow time for creativity and spontaneity so intentionally make time for that creativity so again it's not as spontaneous as just random spontaneity uh, but there's a way to counteract that as well which we'll get into two seconds but if you allow time in your day to be specifically creative to sit down and let ideas flow uh, to let your brain run wild to draw to paint to photograph to do whatever that's intentionally training your brain to be creative and spontaneous at that moment um, so for me I've, I've mentioned this before I think is I start most of my days not every single day depending on how late I stay up and how late I get up the next morning but I try to spend uh, at least 20 minutes to half an hour every morning uh, challenging my brain for creativity so what I'll do is I'll either draw two ways I'll draw with my left hand I'm right handed so I'll draw a picture with my left hand which generally doesn't look amazing but uh, you know it, it forces my brain to start the day differently start the day creatively and thinking differently to what I normally do uh, or I'll draw by just keeping the pen on the paper the whole time so a single line single line sketch I believe that's what it's called uh, which I'm really really enjoying and I have some artwork for that kind of stuff coming out uh, for sale and it'll be on some of my merches merch merches merch <laughs> i don't know why i said merches um it'll be on that shortly so uh yeah that's that's one thing i like to do i intentionally allow that time to be creative and to be focused on 
the creative side of my brain and the creative side of my life, which then I find in turn inspires me for the day, gets me ready for the day, gets my brain excited to be able to edit photos. And, and I'm already, you know, by the time I get into the office, I'm already feeling like I'm creative and ready to, to make some epic stuff. And, and I just find that my brain is in a better spot. So time management sometimes can be making time to just do nothing like that, to just allow creativity to flow. If, if you find that you get creativity flowing by just looking through nature or walking through nature or looking at the clouds or, uh, you know, reading a book, something like that, like time management is making sure that you allow and allocate time for that. Um, it's not just about going, okay, I, from 10 a.m. till 11 a.m. I need to be working on this project and from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. I need to be doing my uh, financial work and from 12 to 1 in the afternoon I need to be eating lunch. It's not about just structuring that. It's about sometimes allowing time to simply do nothing or do or foster creativity or foster energy. Uh, if you feel like you find yourself drained at some point throughout the day because you've been working from 7 till or you're working from seven to five, take a, take a break in the middle and go for a run or go to the gym or read a book or do something to break up that day so that when you come back to work, you find yourself prepared more and you find yourself uh, more energetic and excited to work rather than just stuck in a, a rut and a boring zone for the rest of the day. Uh, so that's time management I, I have learnt is crucial. Uh, and not only just that kind of stuff, but the side of it in terms of allow time for error, which is a big thing I've learnt with photography and booking. Uh, before I had a CRM, a CRM, which is a client relation management system, uh, it basically just books all my stuff for me, books all my couples, my meetings, my schedule, my financial stuff, keeps them all in one spot, which is amazing. Uh, Tave is what I use, it's incredible. Uh, if you would like a link to use that with a discount, let me know and I can I can give that to you. Um, but it's it's amazing. But before that, before I had that to organize my life, I was shocking. I, I never, have never, ever, ever, and thank goodness I have never, but I've never, ever double booked something. So I've never booked, you know, one meeting over another meeting, but I would book really, really close. So I would book, when I lived in Bathurst, I would book a a photo shoot there that finished at two and then I would book my next photo shoot at uh, like quarter past two or two thirty in Orange and I'm like well Orange is like a 45 minute drive and I wouldn't realize how dumb of a move that was until I was about to go to Orange and I'm like oh wait hang on a second it takes 45 minutes to get there and I need to be in there in 15 minutes or half an hour so uh, allowing time for error is is one of the best things I've done so I know now if I need to be in Sydney by 11am I know that traffic between Orange and Sydney sometimes can be chaos most of the time can be chaos and you get stuck in roadworks or school zones or something like that so for me what I do then is I go okay well if I'm going to do that leave at least an extra half an hour for travel time for error for being pulled over and breath tested by the cops like just little things that you can't anticipate or don't know if you preemptively allow time for that to happen you'll find that your time management and your schedule will work so much better. And what's the worst that happens? If you leave half an hour early and you get there half an hour early, it allows you 30 minutes to plan for the meeting you have or 30 minutes to grab a coffee or 30 minutes to shop or go for a walk and freshen up or whatever you need to do. It's just a little thing like that that can make a huge, huge difference in terms of how your productivity is for that meeting, for the rest of the day, for whatever you've got on. 
Uh, so prioritizing and productivity is uh, the next little subcategory I wanted to touch base on. Because I think I may have done a podcast on priorities before, or maybe I made a video on my YouTube about it. Uh, but again, it's something super, super important that comes into um, managing a busy life or managing a busy schedule. Uh, so you've probably all heard the, the theory or the story, more story than theory, I guess, uh, of the college professor that brings in a glass, big glass jar to his students and he sits it down and he puts large rocks, some pebbles, some sand and some water in front of the students and says, fill this jar with all this stuff. And so they put in, you know, the sand first and, and then they fill it with the big rocks after that and then the little rocks, but they can't put the water in and they kind of go, so, so, you know, we can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's as full as it's ever going to get. And he goes, no, 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 this is how you make it full. He tips them all out. First, he puts in the big rocks. So they take up the most space, but there's still plenty of gaps. Then he puts in the little rocks or the pebbles around that, and they fill in the smaller gaps. And then he pours the sand in, and again, they fill in the gaps around the big rocks and the pebbles. Until finally, they think it's full, and he goes, now you pour the water in, and the water seeps through the gaps in the sand. It solidifies the sand, or liquefies the sand a bit more. Uh, And the whole story is that is you need to first put in the big things in your life the important things come first so this will this will vary for you and for different people listening to this uh, but I think it's just a super important uh, concept to try and, and grasp and understand is that the biggest things in your life you need to figure out what they are and what comes first so for you you know if that is your family if that's your friends uh, if that's your job whatever it is you need to figure out what it is that is the most important three to five things in your life I would say and you prioritize those over everything else five is probably even too much I would say three things in your life that are the most important things and this is obviously taking out basic human needs of food and air and water and those things you know you don't need to put those first Uh, but family or friends or religion slash church slash whatever whatever it is you need to put those things first straight away And then secondly is the kind of also very important things, but not to surpass those previous items. So, you know, if your family and your career come first, perhaps maybe exercise is super important to you. So you put that next or perhaps creativity is super important to you or perhaps exercise is more important than your career. So you put that first and then you put your career second or maybe relationships are above career or below, you know, like you got to pick whatever is your second range of priorities. So that's probably where I would say, you know, three to five kind of things would go next and prioritize that. Finally, you put in, you know, the extra stuff that you enjoy doing, but you can live without, like fun, hanging out, movies. You don't have to do that all the time. But again, priorities, we'll get to that in a second, um, in in allowing time for relaxing and recuperation. Uh, And then finally... The, the last thing is the things that aren't as important that you can just completely go without but at some point need to be done that aren't crucial and aren't crazy and so the whole point of that is is that you find what matters most in your life and you prioritize that over everything so for me family and relationships and my my faith are the top three things in my life obviously so you know if there's something to do with family I will always put family over that uh, if if it's crucial, if it's something to do with relationships, I'm one of those people that will, uh, you know, drop things 
suddenly for my friends and people that are close to me and, and I'll prioritize church and, and that kind of stuff over a lot of things. Secondly for me would be my career, you know, like I'm always trying to push myself and trying to learn new things so that's quite important to put it up there for me. It doesn't go in the, the last little bit but prioritizing things is what allows you to manage your time the best. So if you know that you've got some kind of family dinner or family event on, you would obviously plan the rest of your week around that. And so people ask me, how do I plan my weeks? How do I plan my days? Well, you know, I've got a, a fairly similar daily schedule in terms of try to be up by this time, exercise at this kind of time, you know, those basic things, try to be in bed at a reasonable time, but that never happens. So we'll just move on from that. Um, but I prioritize my week. And one thing I do is I try and if I know things are coming up, like I'm a wedding photographer, so weddings are obviously booked generally like nine to 12 months in advance so you've got plenty of notice to plan those things in there Uh, but I tend to only focus on my week week by week so I'm not really particularly when I'm busy I'm not really thinking about the coming three weeks until I really really need to uh, because I have so much on like if I was thinking about my January weddings this week my brain would just be fried because I'm trying to figure out what's going on in January, I'm trying to figure out where I need to be then, and I get too lost and I don't even know where I'm going for this weekend's wedding. Like, you gotta figure out what you need to know. And so that's why I tend to live my week week by week because that way I can plan the week before and know what's coming up and know where I need to be. And then if something comes up and someone goes, hey, can you drive me to here? Uh, at some point this week I can go okay cool well I already know that I'm going to be in Sydney on Thursday so if they need to be dropped in the Blue Mountains then sure I can drop you to Sydney on Thursday I can plan around that and and try and mix it all into one prioritizing is is one of the most important things in life you need to value things prioritize and that that in turn allows your productivity to boost if you plan time for your work you plan time to be creative you plan time to Uh, manage your finances or whatever your productivity will increase tenfold does that make sense i hope that makes sense i really hope that makes sense you can't really answer me so i don't really know if you're saying yeah that makes sense tom you're amazing this is so smart i've never heard this before if you have heard this before i apologize this is just a topic that i thought i would put out maybe not maybe it's not even going to go out who knows we'll see we'll probably figure that out when you're listening to it if you're listening to it clearly it went out but uh, that was a bit of a sidetrack (laughs) Uh, and the last kind of subcategory subtopic whatever I've been calling them up to this point I've been focusing on driving I haven't been focusing on what I've been saying as much um, is rest and relaxation Uh, people often forget to allow time to just rest and recover Uh, so this week coming up this weekend where I've got a Friday Saturday Monday wedding part of me could and part of me wants to but I'm not going to because I know I need to rest is part of me could go oh right cool I've got Sunday off uh, I've got a buttload of editing I need to do so why don't I just spend Sunday and edit all these weddings all these photos and just smash that out uh, and I could do that easily however the problem would be is then I wouldn't have time to rest and recover properly and so I wouldn't have time to make sure that I'm doing my best at the Monday wedding because I'm not rested and recovered and so for me, like it, it again comes down to your priorities and your personality and things like that. But for me, I know that I recharge around people. So of course, you know, I recharge during sleep, so I'll make sure I'll get a good sleep. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to probably hang out with friends on a Sunday. And people will be like, oh, how can, how can Frank hang out with friends 
you know, re- resting and recovering for you. I'm like, well, for me, I'm an extrovert. I'm, I'm a very, very extroverted person. If you know me personally, you would know that. And hopefully you'd probably realize that through this podcast by now. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm extremely, extremely extroverted. And so I love to hang out with people. And so if I'm just sitting at home resting on the couch, yeah, that will be great. Uh, but in my mind, I feel a little guilty because I'm not being as productive as I could be. However, if I have a friend that's like, hey, let's go see a movie. Hey, let's go kick a soccer ball around in the sun. I'm going to go and do that any day because, A, it allows me to invest in those relationships, uh, which, you know, you can use in the future and, and relationships are essential. So you want to make sure you've got the best relationships in your life. Um, but if I hang out with people, for me personally, it makes me feel recharged. I boost my energy because I'm hanging out with people, I'm running around, I'm talking to them, I'm doing things, I'm like, yeah, life is just good at the moment because I'm just hanging out with people and having a good time. Whereas if you're an introvert, you're more likely to just recover and recharge by spending time in your room quietly reading a book or watching TV or listening to music or something like that. Like That's where you've got to figure out who you are and what your personality is like so that you can intentionally build your rest and your recovery time. Um, and so many people, I see so many people do this. They call themselves entrepreneurs or hustlers or whatever you want to call yourself. I really don't care. It's not important to this topic, really. Uh, but they're just working 24-7. And then they're wondering why they feel so fatigued and they're not coming up with the best ideas for the campaign they're working on or they're not producing the best content for their social media platforms or you know they're not giving the best to their wife and kid at home they feel like things are slipping and it's because you aren't allowing time to rest just find time to recover and rest dedicate it to family time whatever it is like everyone obviously knows Casey Neistat and if you follow him you know not religiously but closely you would have seen he put out a video a couple of weeks or the week ago something like that about his day-to-day schedule and he gets up at five and works for two hours because he knows that no one else is up so he's productive but then what he does is he spends the next hour with his kid before she goes to school or preschool whatever she does like he's allowing time to rest and recover and spend time with family and the same at the night he's allowing time to just sit down and be with his family and do family things you need to prioritize and manage your time and allow for rest because rest is what allows you to continue and to keep on keeping on as the cups would say um because rest is what allows you to function you know there's no way you can live with just 24 hours a day of work you would literally die. Like, literally. I mean, literally. Not figuratively. Literally. You would die if you worked 24-7 straight. So you need to make sure that you are, excuse me, recovered, rested, and recharged. Because that, in turn, will allow you to function better. You know, I've, I've done it myself. I've met up with couples where I've being awake for crazy hours and I'm not feeling the best and I feel like I just don't give them the best version of me and I don't give the best uh, representation of who I am as a photographer as an artist or whatever and then in turn then less likely to book me because if they meet with me and go oh, man that guy sucked like he was just boring and deflated and not fun you know and, and that's they're obviously not going to book me for their wedding if that's what, how they feel about me and so 
if I just simply rest and I go, cool, make sure I'm going to be ready, I'm going to be prepared for this, uh, I've recovered and recharged how I need to, then I can give this couple the best example of who I am. They can know who I am and how I work and what my interests and my personality is like up front. And that way they're more likely to book me because they already go, oh yeah, he's just a super fun, super rad, excited, extroverted freak. It's one term for it, I guess. Um, But allow rest. Allow time for rest and recovery and you'll regret Otherwise you'll regret it. Sorry. Uh, It's like the gym. You see the gym junkies and the massive guys. They don't just train 24-7. They allow time for rest, for muscles to recover. Rest days are a thing because it allows your muscles to recover and grow. And you'll find the same goes with your life. If you rest and recover you will grow in the long run your your capabilities your capacity for life and people will grow because you feel more prepared because you've had the time to just rest recover and chill out i guess that's how i manage my busy busy life and busy schedule it's my little tips um i really hope this was interesting please i would love it uh, solo podcasts are things that I enjoy doing um, but I would love it if you would tell me give me feedback if you enjoy them if you hate them please tell me I'll stop doing them if you hate them if you find them boring and dumb um, if you have topics you'd like to give me if you have questions you'd like me to answer things like that please please let me know uh, There will you can always DM me through Instagram as you know at Thom uh, or you can go to my website, tomdewire.com, and of course you can send me through a message, a contact form there, and we'll touch base, we'll chat, we'll email, we'll text, we'll, no, we'll talk somehow. Let me know. Let me know if you like it. I really appreciate you all listening. You're amazing, fantastic humans. I love you all long time. Love you a long time. And uh, as always, you can find me on Instagram or my website, uh, shoot me a message you can also support this podcast um, this podcast I would like to keep it sponsor free I would like to keep it so that you only hear my voice talking about things that I want to talk about and you want to talk about and you want to listen to I would rather keep it that way than have you have to hear a sponsored message at the start of every podcast however man's got to live man's not hot man's got to live man's got to live one two three quick math uh, so one is that, you know, I need to live. Two is that sponsorship or support financially allows me to live. And three, the best way to do that and keep this sponsorship free is through my Patreon. There you go, one, two, three, quick muff. Uh, that will, if you support me through Patreon, uh, there is bonus podcast videos, live feed access, discounts to merchandise. That is on the way. They are printed. I, I want to release it, but I, I, you'll have to keep an eye out on my Instagram for that release because I want to show you it. I don't want to just tell you about it because that's just weird if I try and describe the silk and the, the fabric of the shirt or the, the whatever other items I'm doing that I can't reveal yet. Um, so supporting me through Patreon allows you access to all that kind of extra stuff. However, it also allows this podcast to remain uh, sponsorship-free and just more enjoyable to listen to. So, yeah, find me on patreon.com slash or Tom Dwyer. I really got to stop saying my name's Thom. Everyone's just going to keep calling me Thom and think that's my name. 
Um, and thank you again for listening. Uh, you have a good week and stay tuned for more podcasts coming on Coffee Talks. You. Plus, I was also totally safe on this drive, so thank you very much for trusting me. And again, be safe and drive the right way. Maybe don't podcast while you drive. But like I said, I did it safely, so it's okay. No hate. Please, no hate. Love you all. Bye. Bye.